and welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for TV and movie lovers. I'm your lady host, Sonia Stanger, and I'm joined as always by two stars who definitely worked their way up through the cutthroat community radio industry on their own merit, <laughs> okay? It's Sean Dunham and Jeremy Leguie. Hi, babes. Hi, that's 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 how we do, Sean and I. That's for sure. Meritocracy, baby. <laughs> yeah. This week, yeah. we're taking a closer look at one of the internet's favorite words of last year: nepo babies, aka mm. the children of celebrities who themselves have become well known or successful, often in the entertainment industry, which is where we come in. This buzzword absolutely blew up after a viral tweet last February from a girl in Toronto who realized that one of the stars of Euphoria, Maude Apatow, is the child of famous director Judd Apatow and actress Leslie Mann. Uh, And then the internet basically lost their minds. Because this started an ongoing and increasingly vitriolic discourse uh, about the number of celebrities with famous roots, with tons of videos, posts, and articles naming and shaming various Nepo babies, leading Vulture to name 2022 the year of the Nepo baby and dedicate an entire issue to the subject. It's a hot topic about an age-old system of nepotism, and I, for one, cannot wait to hear what my co-hosts have to say. So, gentlemen... Do you think the concept, uh, or guys, I beefed it on my first question. I like Not that a keyword. Not beefing it. I'm beefing. God, I wish, I wish Don Stanger was on this podcast. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Kate, we should talk about that though because my love of movies generational. Um, why do you think the concept of the Nepo baby has garnered so much public attention and backlash in the last year? This is so funny, hey? Yeah. Literally, like, I feel like Gen Z learned about the concept this year or, like, somehow all found out at the same time and immediately Mm -hmm. immediately were outraged. But it is, like, and I guess it is, like, when you find out that meritocracy is a lie and the scales are rigged or whatever, it's, like, Mm. I guess it is a bit of a shock. But I was, like, yeah, we've been out here. I don't know. Like, everyone we know is the granddaughter of someone that like it's the family business has been passed down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think in the past there was sort of like a, like, like it was kind of a thing. Like, like it was like, like almost like a pedigree, like a show of like, Oh, you know, like here come the Derns and they're, you know, they're act they're you know, people, actors and actresses. And it's like this big deal. And then, that kind of got boring, so everyone forgot about it. And then maybe, like, they thought they were being lied to? You, yeah. You know, like, is is it this thing of, like, you know, this assumption that if someone is in place, they're in place for a reason that is their effort and skill and all of these things that we kind of hope for. But, like, is it? Yeah, mm. it, I guess it's so funny because I'm like, I thought Gen Z have been disillusioned for years. And it was like to find out about a new level of disillusionment that they're all finding out about is very interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I do think that we're at a really interesting place with celebrity where like social media has made them more accessible and therefore maybe in some ways given us this like power over them. Like even just the way like we're not having a like conversation you have to about quote unquote us. cancel culture. But like, right. you know, I think people 
people feel some like ownership and I don't know, there's a different relationship there that's interesting. Um, and so then right. this is kind of like at odds with that where it's sort of, yeah, it's like, oh, look at all of this like power and generational transference of capital. I don't know. Yeah. Like, do they, do people feel like they're being lied to? Cause they're definitely judgmental and mad about it. But I do yeah, think I, that like, meritocracy piece is a big part of it. I think it's like that capitalist lie of meritocracy is so ingrained and so widely accepted. And this totally just like flips that on its head and makes people feel really angry. And I do think envy plays a role as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. That'd be great. Um, yeah. But yeah, the when you're talking about sort of the role of celebrity, like I feel like we as millennials uh got in near the end of real movie star culture like there's not a, there's like no movie stars anymore you have access to everybody like if you tweet at someone they'll they could tweet back at you or like if you demand an explanation from them on instagram like they probably will give one mm-hmm. whereas like mm-hmm. we just had no way to ever reach or have any hope of reaching any of our movie stars <laughs> Yeah, like there was no illusion that they were regular people. Whereas now yeah. we have such a glimpse into people's lives and so much access to them that like I think people relate to them and there's kind of that parasocial relationship angle where people see them as real people. And so this kind of like puts that at odds because I think the star system is definitely still in place. You know, like The Rock is still in every third movie and that's a mm-hmm. whole other conversation about the lack of meritocracy, but. But I think it's also, like, happening in reverse. Like, the same sort of connection that you just mentioned, Sonia, is happening backward as well. Because we have celebrities who are famous for nothing. Like, Mm -hmm. the Kardashian situation is just a a nepotism web that has crept and grown around money. And they've made it work. And they've, like, made media from that. But it's not like they worked hard and then got their fame from it. They were famous and then used it to get more fame Mm -hmm. uh but it is sort of this like presumption that like if you're famous or noteworthy or whatever it is you've done something to get there and it used to be really cut and dry about what it was right like it used to be like he's an actor he's a singer she's a what you know like is like his very simple thing and now you know it's like what's jeffree star famous for why like what who's this person you know like it's just become so fragmented and like you know people are famous you know with merit or not that doesn't really matter so that when you find out that maybe it's suspect it sort of breaks that illusion just Mm -hmm. because it's like if if i know who they are and if they're on tv then they've worked hard to get there and like that's really not happening now in a huge huge way Mm-hmm. But never, like, in some ways, never was. Like, that's the thing. I think it's interesting. Like, one of the things that's very interesting for me is that older Nepo babies or, like, mega generational Nepo babies, so, like, say, the Coppolas, for example, who, mm-hmm, like, yeah. Francis Ford Coppola's father was a composer. He's a famous director. His children are now directors and actors and stuff. Um at a certain point, it becomes, like, accepted as just, like, a dynasty or something kind yes. of more grand. And, like, that doesn't seem to bother people in the same way, which I find really interesting. You know, like, I don't think anyone's out here being, like, Liza Minnelli 
famous Nepo baby, but like she's Judy Garland's daughter. Um, Mm -hmm. And certainly like had doors open for her as a result of that. I don't know. Like it just is, is really interesting to me, the kind of complexity of it, but how everyone is painting the topic with a very broad brush. Well, because it's also just, like, depending on the visible, like, no one, like, no offense to Sophia, but not a lot of Gen Zs are talking about Sophia Coppola, really. Right. Like, or watching the... Uh... Even though they would love Marie Antoinette. <laughs> oh, they would love Marie. They would love Virgin Suicides. Yeah. They would love Virgin Suicides. Um, I forget even what the last movie she did was. The The... It's called the On the Rocks. Made... I'm going to talk about it later. Oh, are you? I, watched, okay. I watched it. I was like, is that the one where Nicole Kidman holds Colin Farrell hostage? But not that one. No, it's more. It's from 2020. Okay, um, okay. But, but yeah, yeah, like, or like, Sorry. you know, Liza Minnelli's not on the tip of everyone's tongue, as mm-hmm. she should be, of course, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I do think a big part of it is just. Um, I, I do think some of it is a very genuine and appropriate kind of reaction to the increasing social inequality that we live with in our society. And I think, you know, in the wake of the pandemic where, you know, the wealthy have gotten so much wealthier, things have gotten so much harder for everyone else. I do think that this might be almost like an access point for some of that rage about like, why do these people get to have it easy and, you know, enjoy all of these benefits and then in a lot of cases which we'll talk about not acknowledge the privilege that came with that um when you know other people are out here struggling so much i do feel like it's kind of like uh a, a like lens that people are kind of focusing some of that anger through but i wish that people would take it to a more systemic level and sort of look at like yeah this is a capitalism problem like this is a this is a a broader nepotism problem with a system rather than kind of like directing their anger at individual people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I will, so I'm going to play devil's advocate. Yeah. I don't believe what I'm about to say necessarily. Sometimes I do. I don't know. Are you going to say um, Santa Claus isn't real? No. Well, well, oh no. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I was watching uh, a thing this, it, well, I was watching thing in preparation for this episode and it was an interview with Ethan Hawke talking about his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they, they were sort of talking about this issue in a very veiled way, and they very quickly, like, didn't talk about it. But his point was that, like, you, like, have a, to, in his view, a generation of people who are artists, who value art, mm-hmm. and have had success in art. And, like, like, he was saying, like, the thing that he kind of knows how to do best is in, be an artist. So, like, if that's something his kid wants to engage with, like, you know, that's like a thing, you know, that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, he sort of did the allusion to sports, which is a thing that does happen, but also like there's a physical barrier yeah. that can prevent a person from, you know, obviously if someone's like training since the, they're 13 or six to be whatever, like, you know, they're going to be. So it is this like really interesting thing because I look at this list of people and like a part of me, like some of them, I really don't care about don't really want to see ever again probably are there because of their parents success or their family success and then other people i really don't feel that way about and then other people i kind of feel like like went through it and kind of got there Mm -hmm. you you know like like it is this thing of like 
well, you know, why would it be weird for people in the film industry to have a kid who wants to be an actor and like, you know, are for that person to be successful, did they have to do with significantly less to get there? Like definitely. But does that necessarily hurt what's happening? I don't know. I do think in the case of Wyatt Russell, that might be a yes. That like, I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> And in some ways, it is kind of beautiful to be like, if you have no worries and no financial, uh, like, you're not, you don't have to work to survive, you'll probably uh, turn to art and like want to yeah. create things like that. And it's like, yeah, that's probably how the base level of people. And so it's also like, well, I can't fault you for wanting to do that because that's mm-hmm. what I want to do too, except I also have to s- grab my shekels off the ground working many other jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's the thing for me, too, is like, um, yeah, that that is a beautiful thing that we should invest in as a society. Like, we should make it so that, you know, there's a universal basic income or something so that people can pursue those things without the constraint of money. I think it becomes the problem mm-hmm. when not everyone has that opportunity to like an extreme degree where it's actually like such a difficult industry to get into. And, you know, you really have to be busting your butt at the beginning and, you know, the entry level work is going to be really low paying. And so there is like all those barriers to entry that then you have folks who just like can sail past. And Mm -hmm. yeah, for me, I think a big piece of it is like the acknowledgement of that. And I think that seems to be something that the internet is is very like attached to as well. So, you know, you have someone like um, Kate Hudson kind of dismiss it and say like, I don't care and basically say like, that doesn't apply to me. And to me, that makes me actually more inclined to kind of judge her for being a Nepo baby. Whereas someone else, I wish I had kept a list of this. Um, there are other Basically folks that- not a lot of people have had, not a lot of people have had good uh, responses social media mm-hmm. responses yeah 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 there's been a lot of defensiveness which i actually get on the one hand because i think it would be really frustrating in a lot of cases there are really talented folks who've definitely worked really hard and like i'm glad that they work in the in the work that they're doing um and i'm sure it is hurtful to sort of just be reduced in this way but at a certain point you have to say like Okay, but you you just have to acknowledge the reality of what is, and that's that getting through the door is such a big piece of, especially the entertainment industry. And um, Nate Jones, who wrote the the Vulture issue about all mm-hmm. of this, um, made a really interesting point about how like you never hear people in the industry say something bad about a Nepo baby. So it's always like, oh yeah, you know, they came in and they were so genial. And like, I could tell right away they were so talented. And it's kind of like- Like put yeah, their you... head down and really worked. Right. <laughs> like, of course you're going to say that, you know, it's kind of like the halo effect where when we already have a positive impression of someone, we're more inclined to read their behavior positively after that. Um, yeah. But even just in terms of like, they also may have had, you know, gone to a school where they learned that that's a good thing to do. You know, like, like there are all these places where you can get a leg or more up. And like, I, it, the, the real question is like, given our like super focused time of like things having to be successful to a big degree. So nothing little's getting made where people can like filter in and find success that way. Like, in 10 years, 
are is it just all going to be like people who knew people? Mm-hmm. Like, is it just going to distill down people. to like? <laughs> I love when Sean just slides He's a little. He's never done that before. He's never that one's never happened before. But uh, are are we gonna like? Is it just gonna get to the point where it is just like you had to be in the family to mm. get in, and like that's gonna become a factor of this whole thing? Like every where movie the- star is gonna be like Russell Jolie and JJ uh, <laughs> and Hall. Mavis Clooney starring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, maybe. I mean, I would pay to see some of that for sure. I don't know if it'll necessarily be good. Yeah, that's um, the thing. And so also, I'm... yeah, like, it's really not... A, I don't feel like it's hard to make a good statement about that. Just like, yeah, I'm really lucky to have been born the way I am. Yeah. And I'm really lucky to do something I like to do. Yeah. I'm like, well, who can argue with that? Yeah. And, I mean, it is... Oh, it's kind of complicated that we can almost, like, attach a moral value to it and say, like, you have to kind of perform, like, humble humility about this in order for us to see you as a good nepo baby and then there are like the good nepo babies and the bad nepo babies there's something weird there to me um but nonetheless that's how i feel (laughs) so i don't know it's it's so complicated um also the the art of that article that you're talking about where they just photoshop faces on all these like baby bodies was so weird (laughs) it's so bizarre that's the thing is like it's a bizarre element of celebrity culture where we just commodify and objectify them because yeah, it's yeah. literally like a Photoshop photo of like live action little babies with like stars Zoe Kravitz heads face on a baby really big and it looks so weird. Yeah. Um, and another thing about that article um, and I think about the conversation more broadly is that it breaks down like it just, it kind of just categorizes everyone as a Nepo baby. So like, I think it's like Kristen Stewart, whose mother was a set builder, to me is absolutely not in the same category as like Kate Hudson. You know, like could be, like could, like we don't know. But it's, but there's yeah, it's it gets down down tough because it's also like, um, like I have a friend who's like, oh, Julie Louis Dreyfus is a nepo baby because she was born like with money or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's not specifically what this is like. Being born into privilege, of course, you have the money to, again, do what you want to do and not have to worry about falling onto hard times. But that's not that's not actually a, a nepotism. It's not the same say. as having an uncle who's a casting director who just slides you into a film and then mm-hmm. your career's yeah. kick-started. Yeah. And I don't know how you guys feel about this, but my assumption is like whatever the like whatever the number of people we're talking about here it is exponential behind the camera. Yeah. Like, it has to be. And, like, you know, I don't know that we have a ton of insight into things beyond actors and directors and producers. Uh, We could probably drill down and really hit those credits hard if we wanted to, but we don't. Um, But uh, it does, like, it does just have to be this, like, 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 as a, like, I have not worked in film a lot, but, like, knowing someone is such a big deal Mm -hmm. even in like a little way like even in just like like the littlest thing yeah and like you show up for one day and like oh you want to hang out yeah like like i can do a thing you know like and then like that like gets the ball rolling and 
you know, like from the olden days when I, I was interacting with people on sets, you were just working the locations department and like blocking off streets, but that was just the way it went. And like, I assume at this level, it has to be very different. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there has to just be this like economy at this point of favors. Yeah. That like, that's a goes, good title, Jeremy. The economy oh, of economy favors. Of favors. Write economy, that down. Write that down. The economy of favors. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> um, but uh, I, yeah, it must because there's all there's like all sorts of things when you make a movie. Movies and money have this relationship that, like, I feel very strongly about. Like, I would if a friend helped me do a bunch of art stuff, I would buy them lunch and we would be cool. But if a friend helped me do movie stuff, I would have to pay them. Mm. Like, mm. like I, I, like that is a thing that like is part of the mechanism, or else reciprocate in some like meaningful way that's like very clearly defined. And so, like, I wonder if it's just gotten to this point where, like, in 1993, uh, somebody Laura Dern didn't have lunch, and some PA was like, "Here, Laura, you can have this," and now her kid is this star because of that domino effect. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's probably that's probably how it works, right? I would love to be looked upon with kindness from Laura Turner. Oh, I'd die. I'd perish. Um, Here's the chicken salad I snagged you, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that is the thing is like the, the Nepo baby conversation. They're like at the intersection of all these different forms of capital, right? Because there is like the economic capital, which for sure is a huge factor. Like having rich parents, no matter what industry you're in, is going to be helpful. Um, the social capital, so like the people you know, and then like we were talking about that like cultural capital of having been raised in an environment that values art and you know like getting access to things like seeing lots of films early, that kind of thing. Um, so it's kind of just all those like head starts is really yeah, mm-hmm. is very culmination. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, like it is just it's just stat, right? Like it is just like could. Dan Levy be anything but successful. Mm. Right? Like, I think he, I think he's very talented. I yeah. enjoy what he does. But, like, he is just, like, a product of this machine. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, like has he, he said anything bad? Like, has he, has he been okay about it? Yeah, he's been chill as far as I know. But, okay, like, good. he also could be doing a tight five at, like, the janky bar down the street if he, if, like, if it was a different way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see both. Sure. I can see both. Yeah. So that's why I think for me, it becomes about the system. Like we need to change the system that that's how things work rather than vilify the individual people benefiting from it mm-hmm. in kind of honestly, largely meaningless ways. Like has this conversation actually changed anything? You know, like, I mean like the broader, like Nepo baby conversation, has it stopped any favoritism from happening? Almost certainly not. Right. Mm-hmm. It'll just become backroom nepotism. If, yeah. if anything, it, it just made like a, like an entire nation of moms go, huh. Mm. Well, and <laughs> and the kind of like ecosystem of like meaningless entertainment media, it just fed the, yeah. those sharks, you know, like how many yeah. Point, yeah. pointless e-articles were then written about it. Um, about like mm-hmm. 10 Nepo babies you didn't know were Nepo babies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all of which we read in the past week. Yeah, I of mean, course. that's the thing I did probably give them some ad <laughs> revenue, <laughs> unfortunately. And also they were wrong. I knew all of them were. It was like, 
uh, you didn't know that Maya Hawk, and it's like, yes, yeah. we did, Mama. Mm-hmm. Some of them you forget, though, right? Like, some, like, some of them, like you a Mar- Marishka yeah. Hargate. I never... have no idea. Oh, you didn't know that? Nope. So there oh, are I, some yeah. that you don't know. So Marishka Hargate was um, what's her name? Jane Mansfield's daughter. Is that right? Yes, and yeah. she was in the car. <gasps> I the famous know that. car. When Jane got beheaded in that car accident. Yeah. Can you uh, believe? Well, and so there is this whole other element of Nepo babies who have parents that have tragically died. And it's interesting. They don't, I feel like they get none of the criticism. They're looked at with like tenderness and like, I mean, rightfully so. I'm not saying we should, (laughs) I'm not saying let's yell at Marishka Hargate for the trauma she endured. Francis being Cobain deserves some social media flame. But it is just, it's just as interesting, like, where those lines get drawn to me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and, and it's, there's also the whole, the whole thing. The thing that really, like, stumped me in terms of, like, where I actually sit at this whole thing is the Skarsgård family. Because mm. I do feel like they are just all stupid talented. And I can see, I can see Stellan, like, making them that as a father. Like, I can see it. Like, I, I, I can see it happening. And it is just like a thing of like, you know, like if this was sports, everyone would be down. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone would be like, that's awesome. You know, like sweet. Or if they were Olympians, like yeah, anyway, it is just this like super weird, like, I don't know, fast track to like business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On, um, on the fast track to business. What was the thing I said? The, the economy of oh, favors. The economy of favors. <laughs> so good, right, Dan? So okay, I love this. You're like, I just can't even remember all the bombos <laughs> yeah, I'm thrown out here. Exactly. They're coming so thick and fast. So in in our couple minutes, I feel like we've kind of like like I've heard you both kind of answer this question, but just to pin it down, do you think that the nepotism that's ingrained in film and TV is a problem? I don't know if I go fall either way on it's a problem, but it's just mm. like. It's there. It's inherent to film and television since the dawn of time, mm-hmm. and it pretty much will always be there. I, I am gonna like. I am just gonna flat out say that it's a problem. But my problem with it is this idea that like, it is like y'all know that I don't like a remake. Mm-hmm. Mm. You consider right? they're like human progeny. remakes. They're, they're doing it with people. That's the problem. Wow. And so, like, if you like put all your chips in this basket, we're getting distilled into like having a particular thing. And I just think that that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's like the whole thing of like, like, for this to like blossom into something else. You know, Alexander Skarsgård has to like make his own project and hire his own people outside of the system. But he's still in control because that's the way the system works. Yeah. Do you so con- like it, you, you know. Do you consider Janet Lee like a um, a prequel to <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis? Now I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Another one I just realized so recently, which is embarrassing. Jamie Lee. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. And I didn't realize Tony Curtis was her dad. I'm like, she literally has his name. Um, Lee Curtis. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, for me, it's the system. For me, it's like a broader capitalism problem. But I, I do think it's a problem in the sense that like, I don't know. I, it makes me think like, who who are we missing out on that we that could be making yeah. great art that we don't get to see because they don't have a famous uncle? That's the Barry thing Keegan, me. baby. Yeah. But you know what? 
Good for Barry. We stand Barry in this good, house. Good for Barry. That Indeed. is uh, all the time we have for this half. So we're going to go take a break, call our dads, see what they can do for us. And we'll be right back on Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Tuned into the community. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. We are going to get back to talking about Nepo Babies. <laughs> I think I've said that so many and times. And Nepo Babies. It's starting to not sound like real words. Well, like um, Muppet Babies is, what, yeah. is the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Nepo babies, they make your dreams come true. <laughs> My favorite is Nepo Kermit. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, we're going to get back to talking about that in just a minute. But first, uh, we are going to play a little game lovingly called The Game. It's game time, people. Wow. For those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend, I think it's like five minutes this week, looking for a title related to our topic that these two have hopefully not seen. I tell them the title, they tell me what they think it's about, I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a great time. Are you guys ready to play the game? Uh, yeah. No, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah. No, a bit, uh, a bit I ready. Uh, this week, uh, because things are getting a little bit crazy, uh, there are two points up for grabs. Whoa! Uh, you, yes. So, uh, one point if you can accurately tell me what the the film is about based on its title, mm-hmm. uh, and then a second point is available. You don't have. It's not like you can get one or the other. You don't have to get both. Uh, a second point is available if you can guess which baby uh, may be oh. starring in the film. Okay. Okay. And wow. uh, do we get a can, can we get a year? Can we get a year? Wow, a, oh. Jeremy what? was so offended. He was so I, I, offended by that request I, for a hint. A hint? Uh, no, of course not. No, that's what he. Wow, this, okay. the game. No, Sean. I'm sorry. I, was, I feel embarrassed. I was. I was what a ridiculous I was about thing. Minusing points off like a penalty. No, anyway, no, no, no. I acquiesce. I, uh, I do. Okay, this week's title is aberrant. That title again, aberrant. What a great, easy-to-say title. <laughs> super, super easy. No one has any trouble saying any titles at all. Now, this is why I feel that maybe it's not in the blockbuster era, because people would be like, I'm trying to find a Barrent, and yeah. it would be all confusing. Yeah. And you just have to click on it on Netflix or whatever. That's fair. That's fair. Sean, oh, do you man. have an idea? Okay, well, I have some, I have some vibes. I'm imagining like it is about. It's like a timeline multiverse situation, like, uh-huh. like maybe it is the same situation unfolding in two separate universes or something. But uh, in one, the characters are like Uma Thurman and like Denzel Washington, and in the other universe, it's <gasps> like Maya Hawke and John David Washington, and. They they have a connection um, because they are the same person, but in different across a different universe, and mm. um, and so the maybe it's a bit of a sliding doors, or maybe it culminates in the same. Maybe they all foresee each other. I'm not, you know, this is up to the writers. I can't do yeah. it. I can't do it all. <laughs> You're just you a story man, Sean. That sounds amazing. That sounds super good. Thank you, Christopher yeah, Nolan. Sounds... Eat it. Done. Done. <laughs> eat it. Okay. Get it, Chris. Um, okay. I had mine in my head before you said this, and now I'm. I oh, okay. I'm just gonna go for it. 
Okay, it's New York. Two attractive young people are on the subway. One is Ben Platt. The other oh. is Lily Rose Depp. Now, Ben Platt's character comes from a family of doctors, but he wants to be an actor, maybe a musician. Mm-hmm. And then Lily's character comes from a family of artists, and she wants to be an accountant. And so they both are considered aberrations, if you will, by their respective families, and they bond over, they have a meet cute, and they bond over, um, you know, their, their challenges trying to fit into the family expectations. Wow. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you both very much. Um, both wrongs in all ways, shapes, and forms, but that's okay. Even uh, even is... on the all of the ways, every way. Oh, oh yeah, to, no. Yeah, every, 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 every we were wrong way. in extra ways. In extra, extra ways that we didn't even extra, think of before. Extra extra ways. Um, uh, we were looking for Jack Quaid first. First and foremost. Oh. Yeah, good one. Uh, this this uh this little this little aberrant this little movie here, uh, from 2014, mm. uh, has like film school vibes all over it mm. like it is like a very well produced movie with people who like seem to not be doing their best in terms of like you know okay you guys know how mm. you have that actor friend mm. who is like really stoked to get a role and you hear about that role and you're like dude you can't do this like you are not ready to face this kind of serious role jeremy i'm I right think- here <laughs> no, it's not you, Sean. It's not you, Sean. It's you're not right. You. you could go to yeah, the big time are, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, here is here is all the written stuff about this movie, and then I had to watch a trailer, which was like six minutes long, to get most of the story. Uh, so that's what happened. Anyway, also I just want to Man- say that I was thinking of Patrick Schwarzenegger when you said Jack Quaid, because I was like, oh, the guy <laughs> from the staircase. But now I'm like, mm. that's not the one. Anyway. No, no, no. Uh, after a man escapes from an institution to attend his friend's wedding, he unlocks their past, their obsession with each other, and their secrets. Gay? Mm-hmm. Adding, adding to the intrigue is the bride-to-be who has a dramatic secret of her own. Also gay! <laughs> That's my guess. Maybe? Maybe? Like, what else could it be? Um, it is. It does kind of have, like, vibes of, like, dude in an asylum with something. Mm. Like, is it drugs? Is it schizophrenia? It I is don't funny. know. Yeah, I don't like, know either. Them just saying an institution is extremely broad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> loaded. Slightly uh, any- loaded. Anyway, um, I think that in my life, that is the end of me dealing with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you, if you want to keep going, feel free to do so. Maybe it's great. I don't know. But I'm not going to. I'm done. Wow. Uh, thank you guys for playing the game. You're writing Jack Quaid <laughs> off so easily. No, I like Jack Quaid. I just don't want to watch whatever that is. Dude, yeah. actually, I don't even I don't know his I don't even know what he is in. Uh, the Boys, I think, is kind of his big, yeah. his big thing. Yeah, oh, I like Jack Quaid. He boys. was in a movie. Oh, it was like a rom-com. I think it was OK as well. Don't know what it's called. Was it on Netflix? Right. I think. Yeah. I can't think of what it was called, but yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. 
Okay, so I would like to know, after all of our nuanced conversation and our talk of, you know, not categorizing them as good and bad Nepo babies, who are some of your favorite and least favorite Nepbebs? Nepbeb. Let's let's Nep-beb. start with, I just couldn't say it again. Um, let's start with Fave. Who are some of your faves? Uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a, a, a big package here. Oh, uh, I know. I feel yeah. like I know who's coming up for you. Who, what are you, you going to say? I'm, I think it's going to be your favorite cargo shorted lady is going to come. Yeah, up. I do too. Oh no, I think uh, I think we all know that Laura Dern is you know a, a treasure onto this earth. Yeah, the likes of which we ascended. Yeah, no. ascended but, being, uh, I, I'm, I'm talking about Lloyd, Jeff, and Bo Bridges. Oh, sorry. Who's Lloyd was there Bridges? <laughs> Were their parents famous? What do you, well, Lloyd is their dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, come on, you guys. Look at the, I, we don't what, know the bridges. Know? Who are the? you guys blow me away here um the bridges oh my gosh (laughs) i love how you have the moment of discovery where it's just like man like you're like famous movie star lloyd bridges (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why sean thinks that's so funny but it's really making me laugh (laughs) That's what yeah, Sean. Did you have you Googled Lloyd? Do you have eyes on Lloyd? I don't have eyes on Lloyd. Lloyd. That's like all your hot shots. He's in that. Is he an airplane as well? Or no? I don't think he's yeah, he's an airplane. Airplane. Oh. Wow. Sean. I guess I probably have had eyes on bridges before, but Oh, you definitely have. Uh anyway. Um I I did watch uh, a few a few things this week. I didn't watch all of Hot Shots because it it is kind of ridiculous. Um I did watch The Big Lebowski cuz I just get sucked in. You mm-hmm. know, like I just like I was just going to watch a few scenes just to sort of bone up. Um <laughs> but I do like Jeff Bridges is just super talented. Yeah. And I really like am a sucker for all of his work. And even like like I really like Tron a lot, and I probably shouldn't. <laughs> like the face you made when you said that was really yeah, cute. Yeah, you're, you're it's shy. not the best, you're but so like, shy. like a bashful I'll little just, kid. I'll just keep watching it. Like I'll just, have you guys seen the opening to Tron? No, no. <laughs> uh, it it is so it is thirty minutes of utter confusion, and they do nothing to help. It's a movie for children. They do nothing to help you understand what's going on, and it's only after like twenty five minutes. That you realize Jeff Bridges is playing three different characters. Oh. <laughs> and then that like you kind of figured out there's no hints to this other than the way he behaves. Um, but in the world of Tron, if you like program a dude, you like your avatar is that dude. That's mm. what happens. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, all that matters is that like I will watch R.I.P.D. knowing that it's a huge hunk of junk. But because Lloyd Bridges is in it, I give it a pass. And I shouldn't, because it's bad. <laughs> anyway, That's star power, baby. That's the branches That's for you. That's what it do. Sean, you got some faves? Well, I might as well talk about Ms. Dern, daughter yeah. of Bruce Dern and Diane Ladd. Yeah. Um, and she is just a treat. We know her from Big Little Lies, Little Women. Jeremy, of course, from Jurassic Park. Mm. Um blue velvet she was in twin peaks too and when like she was mask. that purple haired general in star wars she did pew pew yep. pew and star wars 
and <laughs> pew pew action. Yeah, pew pew action. Alex Isaac. Did you guys know that that she there's like, um, they she wouldn't stop saying pew 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 when she shot her her gun, <laughs> and they would be like, no, you can't you can't make the sound effect. We'll add that in, and she wouldn't she wouldn't stop. So there's like you can see her in the final being like mouthing like pew pew pew. Oh my god! And she's like shooting it. <laughs> Well, gotta That's go rewatch awesome, that actually. movie. Yeah. Um. Anyway, just a real treat. Just a like gives the warmest performances always. Re- never a villain. Mm-hmm. And she just is a treat to watch, and I love seeing her. Mm-hmm. Um. And she's my fave. Yeah, I mean, how could she not be? Like she, she's Marmy for goodness sake. She is Marmy. Marmy core. Um, <laughs> for me, one of mine has to be Sweet Drew Barrymore. Um, her father was John Barrymore. Was her mom also famous? Hang on, let me open up her Wikipedia page. Unclear. Okay, <laughs> I won't do this right now, but famous dad for show. Um, her godmo- her godmother was literally um. Sophia Loren, so that's kind of iconic. But um, was it? You apparently. know, Sophia Loren was born on this uh, on my birthday. <gasps> oh, that's cool. Same energy for sure. Same year as well. Energy. Yeah. yeah. But I just feel like so. I mean, Drew for me, she represents an interesting facet of the nepo baby life, which is that she was deeply traumatized by being a child star. And Where it actually was world. extremely painful. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, which actually others have kind of brought up about themselves. And it's interesting because the internet will just be like, don't complain. And it's like, okay, but they're allowed to be sad about their hard life. Um, and I just feel like she has, like, overcome that and be- become such a force of, like, sweetness and kindness in the world. And, like, her talk show, it just seems like she's very genuinely herself and talks very openly about a lot of her experiences and... I don't know. I'm I'm a Drew Stan, I guess is what I'm saying. It's crazy how uh, like how she's overcome, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it, it is. Have you seen that clip of on when she was on Z Way and Z Way was like, um, do you feel like you're appropriating normal people culture? <laughs> and and uh, Drew was like, uh <laughs> Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I I do think it's impressive that like Cause like she's had like an incredible career and like is not anywhere close to done unless something horrible happens. Jeremy, um, you know, we what? have powers on this show. Yeah, I know. Knocking on we, we, we don't know how those powers work. You guys. True. Gosh. Uh, anyway, uh, I did see a clip of Drew Barrymore discussing etiquette with this lady on her show. Have you guys seen this? <laughs> no. Uh, so it's like the rule is like, if you like put something in your mouth and you don't want it in there, you have to take it out the same way where you like spit it back oh, on the yeah, floor okay, and then like take this. it out. And that is one of the funniest things I've seen a human do what? in my life. Reverse, <laughs> reverse it out. Yeah, like you like stab <laughs> the thing in your mouth and like take it out. And like her attempting to do this, yeah. it's so ridiculous because they're eating steak or something. And like it's so dumb as she like casually tries to like Put pull it, back. it out. Like it's just not, it doesn't work. Anyway, uh, Good for you, True. Break, you know, break, take the whole system down. And like, it's like, that's that clip where she was on Oprah with her mom. 
And Oprah's like really grilling her mom, honestly. And she's like, yeah, when I was like 13, I was like in the club, like doing rails in the club. And Oprah's mm-hmm. like, and where were you? And she's yeah. like, I don't know. She didn't tell me where she was going. And it was very <laughs> like, we just partied, whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. It's tough. Tough stuff. For sure. Um, maybe we don't need to do least faves. Maybe we can leave that behind. Yeah, I feel like That's if we fun. don't mention them, they're probably least faves. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not the top, you're the bottom. It's in flux. <laughs> is there anyone else you guys want to highlight? Uh, I would like to, this is gonna this is gonna date me, which is fine, and then it's gonna be okay. I promise. Uh, but I do have to. The Bridges comment to, didn't do that already. Well, that, that's fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, Come yeah. On. What? Like Sean, you love all of these movies. I know. Like, <laughs> like, like it's all of these. Are, I know that anyway. if I probably looked on a Wikipedia article for a minute, I would be I'm, fine. Like, I'm so surprised but, <laughs> at your actions here. Anyway, um, I do have to bring up Ben Stiller mm. and Jerry Stiller and Anne Myrna, Myrna, Myrna oh, and yeah. Myrna. This is mom. Also famous. Mm. Um, is she? Uh, and it is just kind of crazy because, like, this is Zoolander. That's who I'm talking about right now. Um, currently, my child and I are watching all of the Night of the Museum. Oh, Night of the Museum yeah. things. Oh, they spent and a lot like, of nights at those museums. They did. <laughs> and it's pretty enchanting, especially watching with a child who's, like, really engaged with all these things. And then kind of is asking me to like look up all of these things. Like like mm. is now like oh, engaged with like education. Oh, what's this yeah, like what's this guy about? Anyway, very cool. That is um, cool. But I, f- I finished Severance in the past couple weeks. Oh. Which which is a Ben Stiller thing. It's like a Ben Stiller is, joint. He, he is one of the people behind this thing. And like honestly. It's probably one of the best things to come out in the last five years. Mm-hmm. It's super weird. It's really interesting. It's like about a social uh, issue that they are dealing with. With is this thing called Severance? I'll talk about it later. But the like, it's totally an allegory to the rest of our lives. Like that's what it is, and like, it's so clever and so good and so weird, mm. and <laughs> it is like some of the best TV I've seen in a while. Anyway. Um, I'm just like kind of blown away sometimes when you like take a back, take a step back and look at Ben Stiller as a whole, because it's just like Zoolander 2 and then this, mm. you know, like you're like, what, you know, yeah. but I guess that's what the safety net does. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, Do you from guys, the creators of Heat, Vision and Jack. Did you guys ever watch Mystery Men? Yeah. Yeah. A ton of times. Mystery Men was iconic. It's so good. Uh, I, so much fun. He's great in that. Um, as yeah. an aside, I saw uh, like a tweet or something that was like, these three side characters from Parks and Recreation are running TV right now. Because it was literally like, uh, what's his face? Scott from Parks and Rec in Severance. Adam Scott. And Aubrey, Adam Scott and Aubrey Plaza and Nick Offerman, yeah. who all like literally <laughs> have been all over our TVs in the last like couple weeks. It's really, yeah. it is kind of random. That I all love that assembled for them. That way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Guardians 3 just got announced and trailered. Guardians. Mm. Guardians. Sean, do you have anyone Chris else? Is out there too. You want to shout out? Well, why don't I give you a, a real vampire? We're talking Debbie Reynolds, 
moving mm. into Carrie Fisher, moving into Billy Lord. Mm-hmm. That's pretty wild. And Billy Lord also, I think, has a baby now. So it's going to be a cu- couple years. We're going to see that baby in the on our TVs. Yeah. And actually, Billy Lord was in Scream Queens with other Nepo baby, Jamie Lee Curtis. Whoa. We got a crossover event. Yeah, there are some crossover events for sure. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, wasn't who's the lead in Scream Queens, though? Um, like, why can't I remember? Like Emma Ro- Ro- Roberts? Emma, Emma Roberts, Roberts, yeah, Julia Roberts' niece. Yes. Julia Roberts' niece. Uh, yeah, so also yet, and yet another. Anyway. Star-studded. Star-studded. They're studded, people. Yeah, so speaking of which, um, mm-hmm. did you guys get your eyes on any other Neptastic projects this week? Neptastic. Yeah. Uh, I alluded to one earlier. I yeah, watched <laughs> I watched you know. Sofia Coppola's most recent and deeply pointless movie <laughs> on the rocks. Um, I thought what it was, was a fun choice because it kind of has like a fun spectrum of nepotism. So obviously Sofia Coppola, top tier nepo. Um, Rashida Jones stars and she, of course, is Quincy Jones' daughter. So she's kind of like a crossover one. Then you have Bill Murray who plays her dad. And he's not a nipple baby at all. And then her husband is played by Marlon Wayans, who is interestingly like, it's one of those things where it's like, maybe there's a bit of nepotism because some of the older Wayans kind of made the inroads and then they became like a dynasty. But I feel like there's also some layers of like race stuff there. And like, they definitely didn't come from a privileged background. So you know, you could argue that, like, he's sort of a nepotism baby, but not in the same way as a lot of others, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. But basically, this pointless movie is about um, Rashida Jones thinks that Marlon Wayans' character is cheating on her. She enlists her um, womanizing, very unstable, strange father, Bill Murray. Uh, he basically, like, bulldozes his way in to kind of, like, investigate and figure out whether he's cheating. And so the whole movie is kind of just like their hijinks. Um, that is a very Sophia Coppola like yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, like a, basically a rom com kind of. Yeah, um, like it's not a slow, uh, moving sort of introspective piece. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like. Think... I mean, I guess there was some introspection into like the life of a. A mom I don't know but not really because it's not really a realistic like they lived in this super fancy apartment she was kind of like a stay-at-home writer it was just not it didn't feel rooted in reality anyway it was like fine you know like everyone in it is pleasant and competent so you're like this is enjoyable but it was just yeah just a weird one what about you guys mm. uh, I, I watched I watched a bit of uh uh, Eugene and Dan in uh, uh, you can say uh, it I, I think. never know how to feel shit in shit's creek um, <laughs> spelt S-C-H yeah <laughs> listen Ken uh, Ken censors yeah uh, I, <coughs> oh no I, oh no I'm sorry uh, I do think there is a bit of magic there mm-hmm. and uh, watching them do their thing I like I'm, I'm always so curious about like how they live their lives <laughs> True. But uh, it does just kill me that, like, the sort of, like, 
driest amount of comedy that can be put into that situation in a formula that we've kind of just seen again and again. Mm -hmm. And it still works. Yeah. <laughs> and it gets me every time. So, Truly. It's a masterpiece. A, they make, and that, they make a leaky roof just the, the best thing that it could ever be. And that the and you just fold it in. The other Sean. the you sister. Just fold, Sean, you oh. just fold it. Fold, <laughs> fold in it the in. I can't fold it. What does that mean? Or whatever. <laughs> um and the sister, the Le the Levy sister is also in that. Yeah. Sarah, I think it is. Sarah Lee Le Levy. She plays they're Twyla. Like, they're like, let's yeah. give let's toss her a little acting bone here too. Yeah. So that's the Twilight. thing. I mean, it is like it's 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 a nepotism project, basically. But in some yeah. ways, but in sometimes I'm like, well, that's sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's the thing. Yeah. It's so interesting where those lines are because I feel the same way. I'm like, oh, that's so fun that you know it was like a family set and they made it together. And uh -huh. then there are other people who I would ju be judgmental about. And in that same vein, we should all watch the low file which is where Rob Lowe and his two kids go and investigate paranormal disturbances That's for a season of TV. Jeremy, so you silly. could not literally force me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not into if it, you, Sean? No, if you, guys, you like Clockwork Orange me, I wouldn't be watching The Low Files. I gotta uh, say. I, I, don't, I don't know this for sure, but it looks like it's available on Apple TV for $2 in its entirety. Oh, it's probably it's probably worth it. Like, I feel they... like there's a better I feel like there's a better pun when you're working with low anyway. Yeah, that's a low price. Like what is low, it? My low, low, my god, low, my god, it's a ghost or something. L O W E. Like even like low frequency or something like that, related like to like the, the lowdown on ghosts. <laughs> Shardy got low. Okay. okay. Um, just as a little bonus before we wrap up, did you guys know that Nicolas Cage and Jason Schwartzman are both Francis Ford Coppola's nephews? Okay, and I've I thought did, of this I, before yeah. because Nick changed his name. He used to be a Coppola, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he tried to distance himself because he he didn't want like he didn't want the family dynamic to affect his career. But it's like baby, 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 baby. We need to be working with this. <laughs> yeah uh, they still did sean they def there's no well i don't know you know it's but there's no weird. way that wasn't a factor yeah it, it's it's got to be a thing right mm -hmm. like it just has to yeah so anyway it just it is that thing where we're like oh everyone knows these things and then there are still ones that i'm like everyone what knows. yeah <laughs> um so yeah but also is there do you think there's a new project for jason schwartzman coming up because I do love him, and he's been out. Yeah, I hope so. He's been out of the game. True, Jason. If you're out there, I mean, listen, we have powers, so I'm sure one will get, get announced. Next yeah, week. get that mole back on my screen. Uh, I think we can all say, "May the Schwartz be with you." Yep, and that's Should, how we we're going to leave it. I guess we could say, it. <laughs> and we did, and we're endorsing it. Uh, that's all the time we have for this week. All the thanks to Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna, to my co-hosts, Sean and Jeremy, to everyone at CJTR, and of course to you, our beloved listeners, for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Fridays at 3 p.m., and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website and anywhere else you get your podcasts. My Electric is coming up next, and next week is our five-year anniversary as a show. More on that later. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. See ya.